Welcome to the Prodigal and the Priest podcast, a podcast about faith, sports, and two friends from different cultures. Here are your hosts, Joey Scansella and Father Paul Bechter. Hello, everybody. Okay, I'm going to turn that off. I'm still not very good at that. So welcome to the Prodigal Priest and Me uh, a podcast about faith sports. Okay, you already heard that because it's in the intro. And today we are not joined by Joey Scansella, oh. who is still taking care of his newborn baby. Yes. And uh, we are instead joined by Marcy Combo. Upgrade. Uh, upgrade. upgrade. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> you're you're adding Joey. Is that what you're doing right now? Yeah. Oh, well, kind of. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. that. But I, I, I will. At Joey Scansella, this is an upgrade. <laughs> I am an upgrade. <laughs> There, I added him. <laughs> and Marcy, what again is your title here? I know that it's uh, like direct. I'm coordinator. coordinator of digital media, maybe. Uh-huh. Okay. Social media. I think it's digital media. We landed digital on digital media. Yeah. You do still, a lot of stuff with communications. Yes. Still involved in youth ministry. Yeah. All the things. All the things. We just hired someone, Andrea Terrell. Um, and so I'm training. I'm doing a lot of walking with her. It's the year starting. It's crazy to abandon her. So I'm still kind of in youth ministry eventually will be just communication cool yeah all right awesome good for me to know also because i always <laughs> forget you're your my new direct title supervisor <laughs> i always forget your title it's like something with you know yeah something in there speaking yes. of forgetting things yes speaking of forgetting things um <laughs> after spending like a solid 30 minutes last podcast on like detachment and humility and you got to be okay with messing up because it teaches you to be free and stuff mm-hmm. um we uh only have one set of headphones because yeah. i forgot where the other ones are and stuff so yeah. so i hit the outro music Mm-hmm. Uh, with our cool guitar riff and everything. We're wrapping up the podcast and Marcy can't hear it because yeah. she <laughs> doesn't have headphones. <laughs> and so she was like, so yeah, what about the three things? And I was like, Marcy, we're doing the outro right now. <laughs> we're ending it. <laughs> Worry, we are ending. I do not know what three things you're talking about. Uh-huh. Um, I actually thought you were reminding me to play the outro music. And oh. I was like, oh, it's going. <laughs> it is playing right now. Yeah, no, just reminding him like the shtick they have, the three things, what you're watching, what you're reading, what you're thinking. Is that the order or what you're reading? Yeah, reading, watching, I don't thinking. know the order. Yeah, anyway, I was trying to be cool and it didn't work. Anyway, humility. Humility. Yeah. So. So what you're watching, reading, thinking. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, why don't you ask the question and go first? Because okay, I don't know. <laughs> okay, what will you wait? Blah, 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 remind me. What you watching, Marcy? Yeah, but do we do them one by one? Like I say watching, you say watching, I say reading, you say reading, or you do all three? We can kind of do whatever we want. We can do whatever. Joey's on here. No rules. No rules. Okay, what am I watching? We I kind of said it last time, and it's still the truth. Me and my husband are watching Seinfeld. Oh. Um, and we are trying, we started this like before the pandemic and we are barely, we're last season though, for sure. But this is where we're kind of like crawling along. Mm. Not saying that it's bad, but I feel like I just want to finish it because it's been. It's a lot of seasons. It is so many seasons, not even so many seasons. It's so many episodes per season. Mm. So it's like we watched it like through July and I feel like we're on season two, but. Wasn't it for a long time? Like. The longest running sitcom. No, that's not true. It was it, never that. I know. Well, I don't know if it ever. I, well, thought, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was, that was its thing. We're going out on top. Oh, 
Or uh, like, well, I thought it was seven seasons, but it could be eight seasons. But Friends is ten, so those are the two sitcoms I know of that Friends okay. still beat it. There's probably others now, right? Um, I don't watch. Probably watch. Big Bang Theory definitely hit ten. I'm not sitcom. Savvy. I don't know if I. Okay, I'm not either. We, you we haven't seen Big on. Bang Theory? I don't think I've ever seen an episode of Big oh, Bang Theory. Oh, I think Theory. you would like it because they're super smart. Well, people are always like, oh, you studied physics. This is a show's about physics. Oh, yeah. And they're probably right. But for some reason, I was just like, mm, I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My husband doesn't, Jordan doesn't like it either. Good company. Mm. He hates it. Because I Respect. liked it. Yeah. And we never watch it because of him. It's a good, like, silly, mindless sitcom. But I've heard, I have no idea, I'm not smart enough, that the physics are, like, accurate. Like, they... Mm. So anyway, you should check it out. Who knows? Who knows? Okay. And so. then watching, reading. Oh, wait, no. You do your watching. What are you watching? What am I watching? The stars lose yeah, just boo, on sport. loop over and over ever oh. since. <laughs> just to suffer? <laughs> no. So, I mean, last week I was on silent retreat, so I wasn't watching anything. Oh, yeah. Um, and then this weekend I did watch some football. Um, that was nice. It's nice to watch football. Mm-hmm. I watched some of the the Monday night game. Um, KC in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was kind of fun, but I was mainly watching the Stars lose. A um, little bit of basketball here and there. Um, although I'm losing interest the further along it gets, which doesn't make sense, except that I hate the Lakers and I and feel like the they're heat. destined to win. And then the Heat are like spunky, cool team. I'm impressed that you know that, actually. Thanks. And Not I, trying to be patronizing, but I kind of Well, was. thank you. I just learned that also at lunch. I ate lunch with my communication team of three <laughs> men so we could all like get to know each other, and we talked about sports. So I also, a hot take is that, you know, it would be so much more interesting if it was like two classic teams like the Lakers and the Celtics in the finals. <laughs> That's someone else's opinion, but sounds cool. Where are the Heat from? Uh, Miami. Very good. And LeBron took his talents to Miami. Oh, you remember the decision. I did. And then he ditched them. I don't know if that's the next step, but to the Lakers, right? Yeah, not straight from there. Oh, he went went somewhere else? He went back to Cleveland. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm. And this is his ninth? I think it's his tenth. Tenth. Yeah. I don't like LeBron. I have nothing. I don't know a ton about sports, clearly, but obviously I'm on this podcast, so I know now. No, I mean, actually, you're doing... Great. Very well, right? Good. It was from the lunch. Um, But I just, you know, I just get a bad vibe. I just don't like him. There's no other thoughts. And since I watched the entire series of the last song, I like Michael Jordan. And they were talking about how LeBron is a better athlete than Michael Jordan. And I was very offended. (laughs) The last dance. Oh, last dance, not song. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that makes me so. You're doing so great. Just like. Totally Wait, in it, it hitting your stride, changing <laughs> gears. You're like, let me shift topics over to the. Yeah, that I ESPN killed it and then I lost it. I think the last song, song is. Uh, and like I think everything you said movie. about it was actually like very accurate. <laughs> and stuff. That I like, love Michael Jordan. That's it. I just now I love him. And they tried to people tried to argue that LeBron was the goat. I have no argument against that, but I was very offended because I like Michael Jordan now. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Yes. Great. So that's what you're watching. What are you reading? Mm. Oh wait, no. Do I answer? Uh, yeah, you answer. Yeah, because you probably have like a long list. I'm reading, um, I'm doing a Bible study right now. St. Anne's did it with a bunch of ladies and I'm doing it with some friends because we missed the sign up, but, um, it's a walking with purpose Bible study called Fearless and Free and it's awesome. It's taking you through Ephesians and it's, um, bringing in themes of Dr. Bob Schutz. Is that his last name? Schultz. Schutz. Yeah. I think it's Schutz. Um, his healing the whole person. 
Um, and I really like it a lot. It's mixing it with Ephesians. Um, and so I'm reading that in the Bible and it's changing the game. This is on, we're like on week nine out of 11. And so I recommend it. It's a lot of healing. It's really beautiful. It's good. Mm, awesome. I am glad to hear that. Cause I remember announcing that at mass some mm-hmm. weeks ago yeah. and being like, think this looks pretty great. <laughs> Fearless <laughs> but, and free be those two things. Sure. Hope it's uh sure. Hope it's good. It's great. Um, glad to hear it. Okay. So I am reading a book, uh, called Christ, the soul of the priest or of the priesthood. I forget. I think it's of the priest Christ, the soul of the priest by blessed Columba Marmion. Mm. Yeah. Um, he's this, Irish priest who became a monk in Belgium at the monastery of Maradzu, where they make a certain like pretty cool beer. Okay. I can't drink beer. Got I've got like a beer allergy thing, Ooh. intolerance. Like to gluten or just to barley. Oh. I figured it out because I, I ate a barley bowl a while ago and for dinner a- and felt really bad like I do when I, I do. have even a little bit of beer. That's why you're a wine guy. I always thought that was from Italy. Yeah, well, it kind of is too. Mm-hmm. I guess they go together. But yeah, um, yeah. So, so he's got three books: uh, Christ, the Soul of the Christ, the Life of the Soul is is the first one. Um, Christ, the Life of the Monk, and Christ, the Life of the Priest. Um, and they're all awesome. And I found out, like, I've read this one before, but I didn't read the introduction closely or something before. And I found out that he is, um, that they actually just published this last one from his notes. Like, he didn't, he didn't, write he didn't it. get a chance to write it all down. And the way he would publish his books anyway was to, like, give a bunch of talks, um, develop his thought that way, and then sort of dictate note and, like, hand over his notes mm. uh, to one of the monks who would write it up i love that external processor like me yeah i love that um uh but this last one was published after he died so like it took a long time to publish it actually because everybody was like this guy was you know really great saintly man brilliant preacher deep thinker all these things i don't feel like i can just take his notes and make a book that'll live up to the other ones but then they finally one of the monks who knew him really well uh, finally finished some of the duties that were keeping him back from working on this. And so they were all, anyway, it's just, it's wonderful. It's very just focused on Christ. And so I was reading that during the meals of my retreat. Okay. Um, I tried not to do any like reading just to distract myself. That's a good principle on retreat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously don't listen to podcasts or do anything like that on retreat. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh it can also be easy just to be like, oh, I'm going to do spiritual reading. And then you're just reading to distract yourself from the silence, which mm-hmm. is really like that's where the good stuff happens is challenging the silence. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I only would read it while I was eating. Um, and I had like a little stand and stuff to put the mm. book on. It's great. That's awesome. I was eating like veggies and rice and stuff. <laughs> um yeah, pretty basic. Pretty and basic. Love it. Anyway, so that was a long answer to what am I reading? What are you thinking, Marcy? Oh, I forgot we're doing what are we thinking? Yeah, I know. I am thinking that it's beautiful outside. That is what I'm thinking. That I'm loving the weather change, mm. although it's bringing upon all these allergies. But I love it. 
it makes life with a baby easier because then going outside is fun. During the summer, they want to go outside and it's really hot. <clears throat> so I'm really grateful for fall's my favorite not to be basic. Did you know that's a basic quality? Do you know what basic means? No. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Someone, I mean, I do, but not how yeah, you're Yeah, 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 right. Okay. When so, well, actually, you should guess. So if I said like, oh my gosh, that's so basic, what do you think that means? I would think like that's so simple, like for, forget about it. It's not a big deal. <laughs> no. Like, no. Like in a pejorative sense. Oh, I hear. Okay. Yes. Because maybe? No. Well, so it's like things that are like really um, typical for like a typical type of person to like. So stereotypical, stereotypical. Yeah. Like I like fall and pumpkin spice lattes and mm -hmm. like that's whenever you're just like basic or like I drink Starbucks. I'm trying to know why these are all fall themed basic things, mm -hmm. but there's things that are just that make you it's like you're stereotypical. You're regular. You're not ordinary. You're you're not unique. Oh, OK. You're okay. basic. So not basic to you. Not like no, these are like the qualities that make you. Yeah. Like I like Target. You're generic. Yeah. yeah. You're generic. I love That's using generic like that. Yeah. 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 So okay. now you can throw it out being like, don't be basic. Don't be so basic. Yeah, You don't want to be basic. It's kind of a diss. But then some people lean into it and I'll lean into like, it. I'm, I love fall. I'm super basic and yeah. it becomes like cool and hipster to be yeah. basic. Yeah. I'm like reclaiming the name. I'm basic and I love fall. Anyway, that's what I'm thinking. What are you thinking? Man, thinking how little I know <laughs> about how people talk. <laughs> And everyone's done listening to the podcast. No yep. one is here anymore. No one is here. Um, I am thinking that over the last two weeks, I learned for the first time how to jump a car battery because my car battery started to die mm. a few days before I went on retreat. I didn't have a chance to go in and get it fixed because I didn't know how long that would take and all that. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to delay the retreat. And so... I just, I already had jumper cables. I got like a transformer thing that you can plug into the wall. Oh. Uh, and just jumped your car until you jumped my it? car. And so like everywhere I went, I went on retreat, like kind of on the Oklahoma, Arkansas border. Okay. So it was a four or something hour drive. Um, and stopped and stayed with a friend in a different diocese on the way. And like pretty much every time I started my car, unless I had just turned it off, like at the gas station, uh -huh. uh, I had to jump it. And so I, I jumped it a good six or so times. <laughs> um, and there were all sorts of adventures in there. Yeah. Like um, I thought I had parked it close enough to an outlet to be able to use this thing um, where you, you hook it up to the AC outlet yep. and it um, and then to the jumper cables. But the cord was super short and I didn't have an extension cord, which you're kind of not supposed to use on those anyway. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was... Like I was dodging red wasps. Okay, let me just tell you the full story. I know Great, this is yeah. like Q and A, but yeah, <laughs> but um, it's kind of a fun story because so at this place where I was, there were a bunch of red wasps. Okay, I have a bit of a phobia towards red wasps. Oh, okay, from when well, I was scary. little. Well, they are scary just yeah. on their own. Yeah. But when I was little, when I was like five years old, I was in a little kiddie pool outside my house uh -huh. in Houston before we moved to Bermuda, uh -huh. and. I remember my dad pulled home in the Toyota Camry, the daddy car, and I was so happy. I like got up at the little kiddie pool to go walk over. It's just one of the inflatable yeah. ones. Yeah. Um, and I was going to walk over, and then I was like, "Ah, oh, what's that in my ear?" And I grabbed it, little five-year-old hands, and it was a it was a red wasp. And I remember it like looking at me, and then just sting, sting, sting on my thumb. 
Oh and so it just stung me a bunch of times on the thumb. My thumb swelled up and stuff. And I was, you know, beside myself. And um, I couldn't play my computer game for a long time on the, like, basic is computers. <laughs> no, that just means simple. That just means simple. Yeah. Um, that, that we had back then. Because this was in, like, 94 or yeah. something, 93. And um, there was this game where these gorillas would like throw bananas, explosive bananas across a city at each other. As and you'd you have do. to calculate the trajectory and it's super pixelated. Oh my gosh. So, so basic. So I know I'm misusing it. it but um, <laughs> And I couldn't play it well because I had my hurt thumb. And so oh. that's been this like scarring experience just emotionally. Yeah. Where I do kind of get more afraid around stinging bugs like yes. that. Um, and so there was a porch. This is a long story, but this is what I'm I'm thinking. There was a porch uh, outside this little cabin where I was doing the retreat. And I would sit on the porch and it was screened in. And I would look at these red wasps on the other side of the screen that just really liked being on the screen. Mm -hmm. And they didn't seem to care when I walked out of the screen or walked in. They were were good. They were there. And so I was just going to live and let live. Yeah. Detached. Yeah. Just kind of, you know, facing my fears (laughs) literally through the screen um and like killing the spiders that would get in but because there were some crazy looking spiders oh my gosh it was fun um that's a boy retreat i would hate that yeah very much so (laughs) i had my boots so i could just stomp on them so i remember i was was, i I remember it was just last week but (laughs) (laughs) last week on the second to last day the evening before i left um i was just walking around in the yard the sun was starting to set. It was beautiful. It rained the whole time until like that afternoon. It was mm-hmm. really nice. And so I was just kind of walking around out there. I was wearing this hoodie with the hood not on, uh, mm-hmm. just laying over my shoulders. And then this red wasp swooped down into the hood. And I like, I was like, what is that? And reached behind me and flicked it a couple times. And it stung me twice on like the edge of my fingernail on my middle finger on my left hand same story and yeah it did it even drew blood with one of them and i remember thinking like son of a gun that really hurts (laughs) um and then like actually it doesn't hurt that bad compared to what i built it up in my mind right but like that's legit hurt i don't want that to happen again but i'm not so afraid of it and then like waiting as the the pain went away and then the numbness set in, uh-huh. and then the pain like traveled down to my knuckle, and it felt like I had arthritis in my knuckle for like Expo- two days. Oh for, I think gosh. from the swelling. Yeah. Um, so that's all to say, build up for the next morning when I'm ready to leave. I know I'm gonna probably have to jump my car because I haven't started in like five days, uh-huh. and it's there's no way that the battery kept. Um, but I'm ready because I yeah. I parked up in a spot where I think I can reach. Mm-hmm. I walk over to my car. Okay, first of all, I could only open the front door. There was so little battery. Like, the other doors wouldn't even wouldn't open. Unlock? Oh, um, gosh. Although, I guess I could have unlocked it from the inside. I just realized that now. Um, but <laughs> so, I could only open the front door, uh, <laughs> which is good to be able to get the hood up. Uh-huh. Um, and there was a red wasp on the right wheel of the, the front right wheel, the front left wheel, and, like, on one of the back windows. Like, there were three red wasps on my car. Waiting for you. Waiting for me. Yeah. 
And then there was another like random yellow jacket or something flying around. I stomped on him eventually because he foolishly landed on the grass. <laughs> Got St. Francis coming up in a couple of days, yeah. October 2nd. But <laughs> yeah, get your I am not St. Francis. And um, and then so I I was like, okay, gonna gonna make this happen. And it turns out I was like a foot short oh. from reaching to the plug. Uh huh. And so I put my car in neutral and tried to push it. And it's like, <laughs> this is uphill. This is way too heavy. Push this car. <laughs> um, and so I'm like, I'm I'm actually just stranded. I thought I'd prepared. Dang it. Detachment again. Humility again. I had to call the people in the house. And they're like, well, maybe this person. But we don't know how long, long it's going to be. And I'm just like, oh. So I'm sitting around there trying not to get stung by these wasps. wasps and then... Um, it hits me, there's a window next to the door. And so I opened up the window, fed the cable through that, mm. and it cut off almost enough. And I was just like an inch short of the plug. And so I had to stack all these boxes up and put the transformer on that. And then I finally got it just barely Whoa. to where I was able to connect both ends, yeah. one to the plug and the other two to the battery and to ground it on the engine. Um, and... I got the thing started, and then I could open all the doors and get it packed up. <laughs> oh, yeah, you couldn't even pack just, it up. And oh, just my God. get out of there. And I was like, yes, take that, wasps. <laughs> take that battery. Take that everything. So that's what I'm thinking. That was like a 10-minute reflection. <laughs> what are you thinking? Why did we even plan questions? <laughs> and <know>. outro. <laughs> so, yeah, and we're done. All right. Um, we do have time for a couple Maybe. Uh, let's say we've got three questions. We can just okay. take Power take through. what we got. Okay, um, fire. So I've been talking for a while, Marcy. Here's, oh, here's a question for you. Great. Um, do you? I'm sorry, I'm like stepping on the cord <laughs> for my headphones. Um, <laughs> Joey, we need your back. <laughs> yeah, Joey. Everything. Can you just like come on? Nikki's got it. We are struggling. <laughs> so, Marcy. Yes. Um. Do you find it hard to work for the church with a family? Mm. I think question. this is this is like a really pertinent question for yeah. a lot of of Catholics who have families or who want to have a family and who like find themselves led down this path of like I really want to be close to God in the things that I do for work yeah. and that means working for a church. Mm -hmm. But it is it is easy. Hard. It's great. It's the yeah. best. Super easy. Next question. It's actually <laughs> not tons that hard. Of money. <laughs> yeah. Hours <wealthy>. are great. <laughs> Super cool hours. Um, no. Yes, it is. It is hard. Um, I got hired here um, the month that I got married. Um, so which was two years ago. So we in April and we um, when I when we were just married, it was a, obviously a lot easier um, because it's a lot of nights. I say that working for the church, we're in a service industry, more or less. We have to put on ministry and things for the people when they're outside of work hours. So we're here nine to five, but then like anything we do of service is outside of nine to five. Um, so it was, but it was kind of easier and we lived across the street from the church. Now that we have a baby, we live further away and it, it was hard. Last year before um, we started quarantine, that's it was really difficult. That helped drive my discernment to take a step back in hours. Um, I'm mm. now semi part time. 
Semi part time. Is it different hours. from part time? Yeah, I'm 30 hours. Like part time's 20 hours. I don't understand how these things work. Yeah, right. Like, it's just priests. All my work is my life. It's my vocation. <laughs> vocation. Yeah, normal jobs are 40 hours a week. <laughs> Mine's 30. Half time. Okay. Part time. So 20. Semi part time. Yeah, semi. I don't think that's the right words, but that's what I call it. So, but mm. it's nice that I'm, it makes such a difference that I'm not working evenings because yeah. um, Jordan was putting Lucy to bed Wednesdays mm. and Sundays. And then anything else, if I did anything else with, um, teens or core members it was an additional night of the week and mm-hmm. i think that became that weighed heavy on him um so it is difficult and then that's not even sundays i mean talk about keep holy the sabbath uh it is really hard when you're just full on working i mean as mm-hmm. a youth minister we have a 4:30 youth mass and so we would come to work around one or two set up do all the prep for the night and then we would go to mass i mean i was about to put that in air quotes we would go to mass um, yeah, go, to, go mass. to mass um <laughs> but it felt super like sometimes i would be running through the night sitting at mass and especially when we had a baby because <clears throat> jordan's been with her all day and so like i would sit down and try to have her and then i mean it was really difficult to to listen to mass mm. we talked about do we need to go to a second one? Because, and you're kind of working. Like we have aspects yep. in the 4:30 mass. The teens participate, and they're ushers, and they're um, bringing up the gifts. I mean, they used to. And so there was aspects that you were on all the time. Mm-hmm. And then during communion, I mean, I would try to enter in, but really I'm thinking like, okay, we're about to start. It's about to get going. Yeah. I got to run I'm over there. Have to say this. Get <laughs> this thing. Oh no, I forgot this yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Do I have to run back to my office? So that's where it gets tricky. And I'm still trying to balance. That. I mean, I still work on Sundays or work a mass and it's difficult. Yeah. It's really difficult too, especially when we um, preach so much to the kids about how are you keeping your Sabbath day holy? And sometimes I'm very sad that I'm like, how are we still doing that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's our Sabbath? Um, yeah. It's hard. So, you know, okay. Not impossible. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Okay. So, so let me summarize that probably shouldn't work for the church because <laughs> <laughs> no, work with the church. It's great. No, please do. Please do. <laughs> it's great. Do, but do. it it does involve a particular kind of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um and and a discipline, I think, to your faith um and to your family. Like I mean, everyone, obviously you have to be disciplined to your family and to your faith. But <clears throat> sometimes I can get caught up. This is not the question, but you can get caught up in talking about Jesus, planning stuff about Jesus, talking about the Holy Spirit and being like I didn't pray today, but I mean, I read scripture and yeah. like planned programming. Mm-hmm. Um, so to remember to be disciplined to that personal relationship. Um, yeah. Those are a lot, just to jump in, those are a lot of the same challenges, actually, that you have in seminary and as a priest. Yeah, like it's I would see that. Very, very sort of different specifics, but very parallel track. Like, like how do I, you know, pray when I'm doing these most holy things? But I know that there are very like actionable items that I have to do and can't forget about. Or if you're even if you're an altar server serving mass, like right. you're thinking about what you have to do next, and then you're like, "But I should be up here praying." But I want to do it well so that others can pray. Mm-hmm. And then it—it's a service. We're a service yeah, industry. It's a service. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I I think that's that's really interesting to hear because like, so here's the thing. Like, on the one hand, it would kind of make sense, right? If we if we were like, well, we want to take this really seriously. And so that means, like, we're going to take the commandment to keep the Sabbath day holy, to remember the Sabbath day, to keep it holy, 
Okay, I haven't said Hebrew in a while, so this at Yom Shabbat Likud Show. If we were going to take that really seriously, it would be like staff, like everybody, you know, stay home. There's no way we're going to give you any work. But then it's like, okay, if we're taking the commandment seriously to <laughs> uh, to go forth and to spread the gospel yeah. and to make disciples. Um, then it's like Sunday is our biggest day to do the Lord's work. And so that's where I think like this is a category that's easier to see with priesthood, but I think also very applicable to like those who work in ministry, Mm -hmm. um, who work for the church that like, even in the old Testament, um, there is like a separate tribe called the Levites, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, who are set apart and who have to do things uh, on the Sabbath, mm. who have to minister in the temple, who are the ones to like to do the, the Sabbath sacrifices and the laws of the Sabbath don't apply to them in the same way. The spirit of it does, mm. right? But the specifics can't. Yeah. Because then you can have no sacrifice on the Sabbath day. Right. Um, and so like, I, I don't know if that's if that's helpful to hear in terms of like any interior conflict, but it doesn't mean that like this is my work. I don't need to pray. It means that like no, we're called to to something that's even harder. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, that's comforting for sure. To to work and to pray um, at the same time and to prepare ourselves well. Enough. This is where the Sabbath really comes into play because the Sabbath is all about preparing for it. Right. So that you can enter into it. Right. Um, we have to you know prepare ourselves well enough. So that we can do the things we need to to mm-hmm. serve the people of God and pray mm-hmm. and recognize that like from our prayer comes our best service. Mm-hmm. Like even the best service without a spirit of prayer behind it is ineffective. Mm-hmm. The soul of the apostolate is is prayer and contemplation. Yeah, so, so. no last minute planning. Are, I mean, right. but sometimes you have to, right? <laughs> no, yeah. So like, right. I, I'm just saying like, this is what you strive for. Yes, yes. Because this is the ideal. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, it's good. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, hey, have we been okay. talking for an hour? Great. No. Yeah, I think we are. <laughs> do do the question to you. There was a question for you. Okay. The yeah. tabernacle one? Yeah. All I right. think that's good. So from uh, Jacob. Yes. C. Um, <laughs> my brother-in-law <laughs> um, uh, he had a question that we have some time to to treat kind of briefly it's um it's like going to different churches sometimes you have to play hide and go seek or just like find seek? the tabernacle just seek <laughs> like where is the tabernacle where is jesus there <laughs> And sometimes you see something that might be a tabernacle, but there's not a lamp next to it, mm-hmm. um, like the red sanctuary lamp. And so you're like, is anybody home? I don't know. Right. Um, like, what's the deal with that is basically the question. Or what is the ideal? Mm-hmm. Uh, might be might be more at the heart of the question. Um, I will say that, like, okay, uh, sometime, I don't know. How do you even, how do you even start? Um, I think <laughs> that the best is to have the tabernacle behind the altar in the main church uh, because otherwise you don't use the main church and you use the chapel. Um, I think there is something really good, even if it's not always convenient or practical, Mm -hmm. about being in the main church uh, when you're doing also personal prayer. Mm -hmm. I've experienced that a lot in Rome at different churches. 
some churches in our diocese of Dallas are like that. Uh, other dioceses I've been to, um, there's something really good about being in the main church uh, or your personal prayer that also affects the way you go to mass there later. Right. It's not just the place you go on Sunday. It's the place I come to adoration to as well. Yeah. And so for the those, place I go to confession to as well. Yeah. For um, people that don't go to St. Anne's, the mm-hmm. tabernacle is in our chapel, not in our main church. So uh, yeah. second question, Joey's going to hate us. He hates long podcasts. He hates when we tangent. But my next question is, do you think St. Anne's would ever move the tabernacle to the main sanctuary? I don't know. Um, I think we, I think we could. I think that there are ways architecturally that we could, and we could make it beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if a uh, sort of compromise position, which I've seen in like big basilicas. And mm-hmm. I think we can consider St. Anne, even though it's not a basilica. <laughs> here to uh, here. It's a basilica. <laughs> That's right. Um, that there is something basilica-like about this place. It's a big church. If right. you've never been here, it's a big church. And we have a beautiful side chapel, mm-hmm. which kind of is connected to the narthex of the main church. And like really gorgeous. It's a great place for daily mass and daily prayer. And I think it does accomplish that thing that I was talking about because it's yeah. right next to the the main church in a very sort of connected way. And you always pass it entering <clears throat> unless you come in from the transepts. But I also like that, that you do get to yeah. pass it entering. So, but there is what I've seen in some Roman basilicas and big churches in Rome is that they'll have a tabernacle behind the main altar and then they'll also have a tabernacle at a side altar. Oh. Um, and during the week, when they just have a few people coming to daily mass, they'll move the blessed sacrament over to the side altar and they'll light the candle there so everybody knows. Yeah. But on Sunday, they'll move the blessed sacrament to the tabernacle behind the main altar so that like you're all facing the Eucharistic Lord in the tabernacle even when you're praying before mass or when you're staying to make a, a prayer of thanksgiving after mass or if you're just like, want to be in the church on a Sunday praying. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's a really good, that could be a really good option for us down yeah. the road. I do not make these decisions. And I do. I am the <laughs> yeah, coordinator Marcy of digital does, media. <laughs> and so, we're changing it now. You heard it here. <laughs> okay, that wasn't too bad of a tangent. Um, no, that was good. Yeah. All right. We're great. So how do we end this thing? <laughs> this is affirmations. You're great. <laughs> Am I forgetting anything this I don't time? think so. I don't think we just, we just end it. Okay. I'm going to play the outro music right there. <laughs> okay. So thank you all for listening. If you have some questions, you can submit them to us at our email address and on our website. I do not remember what those are. Prodigal and the priest at gmail.com, stayinandparish.org. Okay. Thank you. God bless. <laughs> <laughs>